You're listening to the Emerging As Me podcast with me, your host, Caitlin Cox, a show to encourage and uplift you with my personal stories and impactful guest interviews. As we work through the hard stuff together, we will empower one another to persevere through all of life's challenges. We'll cover it all from marriage and motherhood, living in rural communities, loss and hardship, and how to keep faith alive while finding hope in your everyday life. The journey of life, as I have learned, isn't always a direct path to success and happiness. I'm traveling down life's winding roads, learning to navigate as I go, always growing and emerging with new perspectives and understanding. I'm constantly emerging as me through all of the things that life throws my way. So join me on this journey as we choose to emerge as better versions of ourselves every day. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Emerging as Me with Caitlin Cox, your host, me. (laughs) Today I want to talk about confidence or cultivating confidence within yourself. As we come into the beginning of the year, we all have goals, I'm sure, that we have plotted out in our mind or worked out through different goal setting, you know, exercises, and we are planning for our year and trying to achieve those goals and those dreams. And a lot of times to get to the place you want to be, it takes confidence in yourself to be able to push forward and make those things happen. Because in order to achieve a goal or a dream, you have to change, you have to evolve. And sometimes change can be very hard. So today I am talking about growing your confidence and living in rural communities and kind of the challenges and what that kind of looks like. So If you are like me and you are from a small town, rural area, you know that when you do anything new, you are terrified that someone in your community is going to have something to say about it or judge you about it. Or it's like in small communities, we are under magnifying glasses. You feel like if you do anything, someone's going to have something to say about what you're doing. Well, that is one thing that I have had to push past in my own experience with doing the things that I've kind of evolved into doing over the last year. I had to just kind of get over it or push myself past that point because regardless of whether I would have started this podcast or not, people would still talk about what I was doing if I was or wasn't doing anything. That's just the reality of small communities. And that's not necessarily always a bad thing. People talking about what you're doing can be a good thing because that just gets the word out there about what you're doing. In my experience, people have come up to me and said, I've listened to your podcast or I really liked, you know, this episode. And some of the people who have said something about it and expressed how much they liked it really, it really took me back. I'm like, oh my gosh, I never expected 
these people that are like from right here down the road to listen to this or to, you know, support this. But you would be really surprised at the amount of support that you can and will probably get from your community. And as we talk about self-confidence and, you know, becoming more confident with within yourself and with the things that you do in the new year or through the year, I feel that confidence is very closely tied to, of course, self-esteem. And that is then connected to personal growth. I myself feel like last year was just a tidal wave of personal growth for me. Life kind of forced me into figuring it out and getting my priorities in alignment and making my my day-to-day life better overall. But then in the same, I guess, picture frame, you could say um, that personal growth also helped me to realize the way that I was living or the goals that I was, was setting for myself weren't truly what I wanted for myself. So yes, self-esteem and personal growth. So I have the definition of self-esteem. It is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. And also another way to say that is you respect yourself or self-respect. And then self-confidence, the definition for self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So I feel like it has to start with self-esteem. Do you have confidence in your your worth and the abilities that you have? Do you respect yourself? If you don't, then maybe you need to take a look deeper within and do some some work there and set up that foundation of self-respect for yourself. And if you don't feel like you respect yourself, maybe, you know, yeah, take a deeper dive and figure out, you know, what are those roadblocks that have you feeling that way? And then self-confidence. So self-confidence, on the other hand of, you know, respecting yourself, self-esteem, do you trust yourself? Do you trust your own abilities, your your judgment? Do you trust your judgment? This is something that I think over the last year, really the self-confidence and like trust in my, my judgment and my gut feeling of this isn't right and I don't want to feel like this. I don't feel like this is good for me and my family, the way I'm going and really learning to to recognize that gut feeling and that my judgment, I could trust. I could trust my judgment. I could make changes. And it's all because I was confident in the choices that I was making for myself. So yes, over the past year, self-confidence, personal growth, that all has been a major, major lots of changes in those areas for me over the past year. And when I talk about, you know, self-esteem and self-confidence, self-love comes to mind also. So when I talked about self-esteem and, you know, do you respect yourself? Do you love yourself? Think about how self-love goes or plays a role in confidence or being confident. If you don't have love for yourself, there's no way that you can step out into the world as your most confident self. 
So look back on your your own personal journey and maybe this year is the year that if you know you haven't been dealing with the things that are you know you've stuffed back in the back of the closet that are causing you to not love yourself maybe it's time to open up that closet and clean it out and you know sort through the junk and get to a place of self-love that is way easier said than done but the hard work, I feel like, is always worth it in the end. And sometimes, you know, when we talk about, you know, we want to be more confident and more outspoken and uh, bolder in our, you know, what we go after and do. But sometimes we don't realize if we don't love ourselves and if we're not aware of the lack of self-love, you know, that we don't have for ourselves, you're not aware of that. You're not going to be your most confident self. You're not going to go after things the way that you could. So I really encourage you here and in this year, 2024, to take a look not only at, you know, self-confidence, self-esteem, look at how you love yourself. Do you love yourself? Do you take care of yourself? It's really hard, I feel like, in rural areas to, you know, practice self-care. We can do simple things, you know, at home, like we journal, you can read your Bible, say your prayers, those things. Those are all very simple and very easy to do in a rural area or live in a rural lifestyle. I know as a mama in general, whether you're rural or not, self-care is hard because it's hard to, to make that time and carve that time out for yourself. I know that is a major thing that I myself struggle with is carving out time to prioritize like things that I need to be doing for my health. And I feel like that in turn hurts me in, you know, the area of confidence because I know if I make the time to go do the workout and to figure out what I'm eating this week so that, you know, I don't just pull through the drive-thru every day and eat junk, I know that I've, I make those positive changes that it will set me up to be a more confident version of myself because I'm going to feel better. And I feel like mentally, not only physically, I will mentally feel better by making those better choices. So an act of self-love that I'm trying to incorporate and practice more in this year is setting myself up for success so that I can feel more confident by making time to take a walk or making sure that when I buy the groceries that I'm getting stuff that's, you know, healthy and not complete trash that I'm putting in my body. I'm really trying to be way more aware of how I am loving myself and fueling myself this year. Hey, y'all. Are you super busy chasing around kids, trying to keep it together like I am? Well, I'm here to tell you to remember, slow down and take care of yourself. Even if it's just by washing your hair, using a really good deep conditioner, or practicing a skincare routine in the morning and at night. And don't worry, friend, I'm here to point you in the direction of the good stuff. 
As a cosmetologist of 12 years, I'm adamant about using salon quality professional products. But I'm sure as you know, sometimes it's hard to get your hands on them, especially if you live in a rural community. But fear not, I've got a solution. In the show notes, you can find a link to my Hair by Caitlin Cox salon store. You'll find all the big professional brand name products. You can shop and have it shipped directly to your door. Don't hesitate to reach out or DM me on Instagram if you need help finding the right products for your specific hair type and texture. I would love to help you find a way to take care of yourself. You deserve it, friend. So I know I mentioned small communities and how you are kind of scared to try or do new things because you're scared of judgment. Well, a lot of that goes into self-doubt too. So self-doubt is something we all face because there's always the little voice in the back of your head, you know, when you have this big idea and you're really excited about it and that voice is telling you, well, you shouldn't do it because there's a chance. What if you fail? Or what if somebody had something to say? I've really had to learn to put that voice on mute because, or reframe it in a way of instead of just like looking at the negative and, you know, what if I fail? Who cares? Everybody fails. I have to remind myself that the most successful people in the world fail and have failed and they are still failing. (laughs) That is how you move forward by failing. You fail forward. I feel like in my mind, I have made failure instead of thinking of it in a negative way. I think of it as a growing pain. It's not still not fun, but it is a key step in growing and becoming the best most confident version of yourself because if you you know never fail at something you're not really in my opinion going to learn the hard lessons that really give you the backbone to be confident and I apologize y'all it has started raining here so if you hear rain in the background I'm sorry just enjoy the the extra sound effects in the background if you can hear the rain We've got a really bad storm front coming through today. A lot of wind, a lot of rain. So they even like canceled school here in our county. So yeah, it's a pretty bad storm coming through. So that's what's happening in the background if you hear anything. (laughs) But anyways, back to our topic. So I want to talk about your personal strengths or blossoming into your personal strengths. So do you know what your personal strengths are? And if you do, do you embrace your personal strengths? Do you embrace the uniqueness of them? So a way to kind of help figure out what your personal strengths are, if you have like no idea what your personal strength is, self-reflect. So take some time for a little introspection and reflect on your own experiences, things that you've achieved, and moments or times where you felt very accomplished. That's a good way to kind of look back and try to figure out what your strength was that got you to, you know, that achievement and that moment that made you feel so good. And then if you're open to it, 
consider some feedback from like your friends and family, your work colleagues. What positive qualities do they see in you? And then some really easy, accessible resources. Use self-assessment tools like personality tests that help highlight your strengths. I know like the Enneagram, you can take that online and it can kind of give you some insight into, you know, the way you work, the way your mind, you know, works and how you, your personality as a whole is kind of built. It helps you understand yourself and that helps you find your personal strengths. There's lots of different personality tests, but Enneagram is one that stands out in my mind. So another way, keep a journal. I feel like journaling is good for a lot of things and building self-confidence and not just helping you kind of identify your strengths, but just a way to reflect is going to help you be more confident. Being reflective and self-reflective is going to help you on the flip side of that and being confident. And then another thing to look at, what activities do you naturally gravitate towards? What tasks do you find super easy to accomplish? Those could be areas of strength for you. And times when or if you have been in a leadership or team role, what strengths were most evident during those situations? So like what worked well for you? Were you someone, you know, in the team that helped lead? Did you, you know, not necessarily lead as a whole? Did you help delegate things? Were you one of the people that things were delegated to? You know, those are areas or ways to look to kind of figure out where, you know, your strong, your strengths, (laughs) where your strengths are. And then another really important part I feel that, you know, contributes to being confident within yourself is building a really supportive community. There's nothing like having a group of people, whether it be your family or friends, coworkers, just someone, a group of supportive people, supportive network to help build you up and especially if they're a like-minded group of people to help, you know, tell you you're not crazy. You have big ideas and big dreams and you can go after them and you can chase them. You need someone to be positive. And then on the flip side of that, you need somebody to be realistic too. You want people to be honest with you and open so that you're not setting yourself up for, you know, a big tumble. Although, you know, I did say failure is a part of the process, but being realistic is something that plays into confidence. You just can't go into it blindly and to avoid risk, I would say. You need someone to be honest with you. But that support system is so, so important. If you don't have a support system in your rural community, the internet exists, you guys. (laughs) There are ways to build yourself a community if you do not have that at this time and moment and you can get that you can have a community of women of like-minded people who think like you and will support you and help you succeed in so many ways it exists it's out there and one last thing I kind of want to talk about is what is in your toolbox for you know building self-confidence I know a lot of people have different 
tools or exercises that they do, like affirmations, daily affirmations, or one specific banner affirmation, I guess you could say, put it on your mirror and read it every day, or, you know, journaling or writing it down, your goals, writing things down repetitively so many times every day. That has been proven to help people with self-confidence. Also, if, you know, you don't want to take the big leap for the big goal you have, what about setting and achieving small goals? So you don't have to jump out into the deep end. You can set a small goal, work towards it. And as you do that so many times over and over, you're going to be more confident in yourself because those are things, those are steps that are moving you forward. And one thing, when we talk about goals and setting goals or the dreams and, you know, when you get there to the moment where, you know, you've made the thing happen that you've, you know, been dreaming about and is actually happening, take a minute to stop and celebrate it. Don't just, you know, as soon as you achieve the goal, just set another one. And just start chasing it. Take the moment and reflect and be proud of yourself for what you have achieved and what you have accomplished. And reflect on all the things that you went through and the lessons you learned. And be grateful for where you are. Because if you are constantly just chasing and chasing, you're not going to be happy. So all of those things today, you know, kind of I feel play a huge role in being confident and self-confidence, you know, as a whole. I really hope that today's message made you feel some kind of feels today or that you resonated with it. I really would love to hear if you have any specific tool or exercise or thing that you do to help you be more confident on the daily or ways that you celebrate being confident, you know, let me know. Share it on social media. I would love to hear your self-confidence, confidence building things. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening so much and I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Emerging as Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and touch more lives. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, you can find and follow me on Instagram. Talk with y'all later.